Happy Independence Day. Yes. Independent means set free, right? Have you been set free? Have you been set free? Are you glad about it? Amen. God bless America. God needs to double bless America right about now, isn't that right? Amen. And so we're, we're celebrating that the Lord allowed us to be a part of this nation, allowed this to be our home, sweet home. Amen. And uh, we, we are honoring that. And uh, we're, we're going to do a, just a brief study tonight in the Word. Um, and, and, and we've been seeing Jesus, and we're looking for Jesus in every book of the Bible. We're continuing in that study, seeing him in the books of the Bible. Uh, but on this Independence Day celebration season, uh, we want to zero in a little bit so we can see Jesus, Jesus the Christ, in nations. Seeing Jesus the Christ in nations. Uh, meaning what nation? Our nation. Seeing Jesus Christ as we've been studying all throughout this, this time of seeing Jesus in every book of the Bible, we've been seeing Jesus in, in the nation of Israel, in, uh, in, in the Jewish people, in the nation that he created. Nation that he did what? He created that nation. And so we want to see Jesus in, in our nation and in that nation. Um, because there's some things that we can see where they come together. And we can see the Lord at work in our nation as he was at work in, in the nation of Israel. That nation that he did what? Created. created. Amen. That, and we're going to see um, how that he's not finished. He's not finished with, with the nation of Israel. He's not finished with our nation. And there is a reason why he's not finished with our nation. All kind of crazy things are being said here and there and everywhere about our nation. Um, but the truth of our nation is rooted in the word of God. And we're going to see that tonight. Amen? So, so let's start with the nation that God created. Uh, which was the nation of Israel. And we've been studying that, and we've been, we saw how he created it. Started with how many people? How was the nation of Israel started? With how many people? I, one. With one person. What was the name of that one person? Abraham. Abraham. Amen. The father of our father of faith, Abraham. He started that nation with one person. Correct? How many of you so remember us studying that? He started the nation with one person, and he says he spoke to Abraham and gave him an instruction to do what? To go. To get out away from his kinfolk and, and go to a land that he would after show him. So that means that he started that nation with one person calling that person to a life of faith. faith. Calling that person into a life of what? Faith. faith. Meaning what he had to go someplace he'd never been. He had to do something he'd never done. He had to look crazy right. 
to his family and friends. He had to be fully persuaded by what God had spoken to him. He had to be able to hear the voice of God and know the voice of God and do what God asked him to do. Amen? Amen. And so the Lord started with one person, and out of that one person, he created what? A nation. And before, before he created the nation, he spoke some things to that one person. He told that one man, I'm going to make a nation out of you. And your descendants shall be what? As many as the stars. Do you know all the stars cannot be numbered? Do you know there are stars that have not yet been discovered yet? Speaking to one man, the Lord spoke. And that's how he knew, and that's how Abraham knew what to do, right? And so from that one man, he created a nation overnight, right? No, it was not overnight. Generation after generation after generation, which means years upon years upon years. Like, you know, two, three hundred years, right? No, hundreds of years. So when God spoke, spoke to Abraham, what kind of vision did God have? Long-term vision, okay? And he made a, a long-term decision that though it take generation after generation after generation, I'm going to create a nation. And between him speaking that to Abraham and the nation coming into existence, a whole bunch of things took place, right? Good things took place, right? Some, some good things took place. Some other kinds of things took place, right? Some bad things took place, okay? And, 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 and everybody that, that, that came out from Abraham that was connected to him, that was related to him by generation by generation, were they all great and wonderful people? No, they were not. So, but, so did they make God change his mind about the nation? They did not make God change his mind about establishing that nation. Now, 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 is that nation in existence today? Yes. Was there a period of time when that nation was scattered all over everywhere? Yes. But does it exist today? Yes. And how many years from the beginning to now has that been? thousands and thousands and thousands of years, right? Has God changed his mind? No. So, why hasn't he changed his mind? He made a covenant, right? We know the words that he is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent, right? So he's not changing his mind. Right? But, everybody, but the people messed up, and the people got in trouble, and the people turned their back on the Lord. So, so why didn't he just kick them to the curb? Grace. Thank you. He made a covenant, and it's established and rooted in grace. God's what? Unmerited favor. Unearned, undeserved. Correct? 
All right, so are all the people in, in that nation following him now? No. Has that changed his mind? No. That's that nation, right? The nation of Israel, right? Yeah. Started by God using one man. That nation is still in existence, and, and it's been in existence for how many years? Thousands? Thousands, right? Thousands. Okay, now, during the course of those years, they had, they had leaders and rulers and kings and all that, right? They started out with God, but they decided they want a king, they got a king, and they had, they had good leaders, yes. They had bad leaders, yes. Did God change his mind? No, he didn't. All right, let's look at our Bibles. Let's go to Psalm chapter 22. I want to do it right now because I don't want to get run out of time and then I'll be mad because I didn't get to share this with you. Okay? Psalm chapter 22. And we're in the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms was written by one of the kings of Israel. Does anybody know which king of Israel wrote a large portion of the book of Psalms? King David wrote a large portion of the book of Psalms. He didn't write them all. Other people helped, okay? Did he put them all together? No, somebody else did that. But, a, but almost half of it, he wrote himself, okay? So, so, we, we, so are you at Psalms tw chapter 22, okay? This is being written by the greatest king Israel ever had. Okay? Was he a perfect person? No. Was he over the nation? Yes. Did he make some good decisions for the benefit of the nation? Yes. Was he a real person? Was he just a leader? Was he just a warrior? No. Was he a multifaceted person? Was he an interesting person or a dull person? Interesting. Was he a multidimensional person? Yes. He had great highs, great lows. Was he an emotional person? Was he a spirit-led person? Was he an emotion-led person? Yes. And yet the Lord used him, amen, to elevate the nation. Okay? All right. So... Psalms 22. Uh, so some of these psalms were written by David. This is one of them, okay? And it was, it, he wrote this one during a time that uh, he was going through some things. You ever been through some things? One of the things that David would do when he would go through things is he would write. He would write music. He would write songs. This is one of them, okay? When, when he was in one of his trouble seasons. He had more than one. Did he not? Do we have more than one? Did his nation have more than one? Yes. So Psalm 22 and verse 1, and it says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? 
Have you ever heard that verse before? Have you heard that verse with respect to somebody other than David? With respect to who? Jesus the Christ, correct? Was this verse written when Jesus the Christ was walking the earth? It was not. Like, 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 was it written like, you know, like two years before Jesus was born? No, it was not written two years before Jesus was born. How many years after it was written was Jesus born? It was written almost a thousand years before Jesus was born. Who would do such a thing? Who, who, who would write something like that a thousand years before Jesus shows up? Did David know Jesus? Did God release a revelation of Jesus before he showed up? This one and many more. Okay? Because remember, King David is the one that's writing this. Okay? And, 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 and Jesus was born into whose family? David's. So, so how did David get this revelation almost a thousand years before Jesus showed up? What, what, what did David have? I heard the R word, what? Relationship. That God could speak something through him that applied to him, but also was prophetic for the nation because he was a king speaking to millions of people. The song was going to be sung in front of millions of people. I think that's good, don't you? All right, let's, same chapter, let's go to verse 7. Psalm 22, verse 7. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lip, they shake the head, saying he trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. David's talking about himself. Who else is he talking about here? Who, who else is God talking about here? Jesus. So, so and, and as we've been studying, one of Jesus' names was Son of David. So, so even though David didn't walk the straight and narrow, was God's grace in operation? Because did God change his mind about the nation? No, did not change his mind about the nation. Okay, okay, okay. Um, go down to verse 16. Are you there? Psalm 22, verse 16. For dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. What is that about? 
pierced my hands and my feet. Crucifixion. Talking about what? The crucifixion of Jesus. I mean, David's having a natural experience because he was being, because he was being chased. You remember, King Saul was trying to kill him. Enemies were trying to kill him. They couldn't kill him. And he's talking about what they were doing to him. But the Lord was speaking through him of what was to come. Are you seeing this? This is good stuff. Glory to God. All right. Um, verse 18, and we'll go on. Verse 18, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. This, this is David talking about his experience and the Holy Ghost talking about whose experience yet to come. Jesus. God letting us know what? The grace does not run out. The grace is already set before. The grace is already put in place because God has not changed his mind about nations, about his own, okay? His own what? His own nations, okay? So, so, so Israel was God's nation that he established, okay? That, 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 that uh, he created. Um, so that, that's that nation. Well, what about our nation? What about our, the United States of America? Where did, how did the United States of America come into existence? Y'all live here. Come on, wait. Come on, talk to me. How did it come into existence? People came over from England, settling here, from England and other countries in Europe. Why did they come here? Religious For religious freedom. What kind of freedom? Religious. religious freedom, so that they could worship who? God. God. And the people that came weren't worshiping any God. What kind of people were they? Christians, Christians who came here so that they would have freedom to do what? Worship Christ. To do what? Worship Christ. Israel was created so that they could worship God, right? America was established so, it, so that it, people could have freedom to worship God. Did they come here and do that? Yes, they came here and did that. Established a nation, established a country, okay? Went someplace they'd never been before, only heard about it. Come on. Went someplace they'd never been before, they, but they heard about it. They heard across the water. They ain't, somebody ain't never been on a boat. So, so what would make people get up and get, and go someplace they've never been before on a boat and they want a cruise ship. 
They didn't, it wasn't a cruise ship. What, what, what make people do that? Hmm? Desperation. Wanting what? Freedom to worship God. Freedom to be the people of God. Right? Now that wasn't everybody's intent when they came across it, came across the water, came up, but the original people, that was their intent, that was their assignment. Be free to worship God. Because, because if they lived in England, they were under a what? King. Did they want to remain under a king? No. Because at that time in England, they, they, they thought that the king was tantamount to God. And they knew that that was not so, okay? Because the king at that time, you know, he won't, he won't in favor of everybody being blessed, okay? So they came here with an instruction and with a desire to be free to worship God, right? So, so, so people came here to do that. Right? And that, that was the beginning. Then other people followed them over here, right? And, 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 and so everybody that came, were they all of one accord? Were they? No. The first ones came, were they, were they, were they strictly concerned about doing things God's way? Some were. Some were not, correct? Correct. Um, um, but, but the establishers came for the purpose of freedom to worship, right? And then people came for other reasons, and then people started worshiping this, and then people started doing other things, and then criminals jumped on the ship so they could come over here not to go to jail. All kind of stuff was happening, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what, what, were, what were some of the first things that were built in this country? Churches. Churches. Why? Place of worship. Because that's what they came here for. That was the original intent. Somebody heard God say, right, do this. And so the first places that they built were churches, okay? And, and, and in every city in this country now, what are the most beautiful places that were built centuries ago? Churches. Okay? And so the, and so the founders, they did whatever, 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 and, and, and they, they, they created the, the laws and the constitution and all of those things. And, and were, they all, were they all perfect people? Nair one. That's my grandma. <laughs> my grandma would say, right, right, right? No, they were not perfect people. Because what came, in, what came along with them? Imperfect people, okay? And their imperfections came with them, right? And then, and, and, and they started doing stuff that they didn't even do in England, they, right? I mean, they went off, did, they, did, did the original Americans, the colonists, go off the rails? 
They went way off the rails, didn't they? Yes, because when they, before, before they came here, there was no slavery, hello? But they concocted it, despite what the founders established. So, so the country's off the rails, right? But did God change his mind? Did not change his mind. About what? About the nation that was established in his name for his purpose. Okay? So, what is the Lord wanting us to see as we're looking at this? That God does not change his mind. Now, now the nation of Israel, uh, they have a long history, right? They have a long history. And, and, and the Lord brought correction to them um, in specific kinds of ways, right? He would tell them to do something, and then they would say, oh, we ain't doing that. <laughs> right? They would say, oh, he would say, take the promised land. They're like, no, we can't do that. It's, uh, we, we, we's be scared to go over there. So we're not going. And so then they had to suffer in the, in the wilderness for how long? 40 years. And at the end of 40 years, they got their mind right, <laughs> right? And, and, and got tired of going through, okay? And got out of self-will, selfishness, and turned to what? Prayer. Turned to prayer. And the prayer turned their hearts back to God. And when their hearts got turned back to God, what did God do? He blessed them. He blessed them. Again. And again. And again. Okay? So we have, we, our nation has some things in common. We have similar histories. We have a similar start. We have similar correction going on in this nation. Correct? Amen. And, and have there been periods of correction in the history of the United States? Yes. Has war brought correction? Okay, war ended slavery, right? War brought correction in World War II time, right? People came, to, people stopped being separated and began to unite, come together and began to seek God. And when the people began to seek God, then, then what began to happen? Blessing, revival started coming to America. There was a revival called the Great Awakening. Why was there a need for a Great Awakening? Because people were asleep. <laughs> Sleeping and creeping, that's what was going on. <laughs> right? There was a great awakening. Amazing revival. Healing revivals took place. For what reason? To bring people back to right relationship with God. To end division. To make people open-hearted in love. To remember that this is supposed to be one nation under God. Okay? And when there was no liberty and justice for all, there was war. 
chaos. Right? And, 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 and some of that is in manifestation today. But God has not forgotten this nation. So, so the nation of Israel went through that cycle, which we've talked about before, of, of loving the Lord, worshiping the Lord, serving him with their whole heart, and then looking to the, to the right and looking to the left and seeing their neighbors and we want what they got. And, and so greed came in and selfishness came in and pride and selfishness in every evil work. And then they would turn back to God and the Lord would do, and the Lord would say, no, I ain't, I ain't, no. Isn't that what he said? No. No. He said, what did he say? I have loved you with an everlasting love. Don't you get this? I've loved you with an everlasting love. Nothing you can do to stop it. Nothing you can do to cut it off. And so, and so, and so they, there were seasons of silence. And the Lord was like, okay, that's what y'all, that's what, that's what y'all gonna do? That's, for real, for real, that's what y'all gonna do. He's like, okay, all right, I'll be here when you come back to your senses. Because <laughs> you have taken leave of your senses, but I'll be here. Amen? Yes. Seeing Jesus in nations. So, so, so if we approximate the number of years of the nation of Israel, right? How many is that? Come on, Bible scholars. <laughs> Thousands, right? Thousands. Thousands of years, right? Of turning to the Lord and turning away. Going back to the Lord and turning away. The Lord sent, the Lord sent prophetic word and everybody's like, oh, praise the Lord, that is, that's my word. And then later on, they'd be like, yeah, but I'm, you know, I, I, I got to, <laughs> they do this. <laughs> you know, Lord, I, I, you know, I, I won't be here next Sunday, y'all. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. The same process happens over and over and over. And what's made available every time, the same grace. So, so Israel experiences been experiencing it for thousands of years. How many years has the United States of America experienced that? Huh? Four hundred. Four hundred. What is four hundred over against five thousand? So, 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 is God tired of straightening out America? No. He is not. Will he ever get tired of straightening out America? No. Does he have a lot of experience of putting the nation back on the right track? Yes, he does. Between the Old Testament and the New Testament was 400 years.
Was he deterred? In that period of time, he didn't send Jesus till that period was done. So is it over for us? No. Despite what we hear, despite what we see, despite what's going on, despite what we think. So what, what brings correction to the nation? Repentance. And what else? Prayer. Repentance, forgiveness, prayer. And when you look at the history of Israel, you can see that when the turning came, somebody was praying. So, 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 so blessed, the, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, right? So, so his first nation, Israel, is blessed because God is their Lord. And God is the Lord of our nation. So we, this is a blessed nation. Going through what nations go through. But does it make a difference if God is your Lord? Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Right? So now we got people that don't want God, don't want, don't, they their own God, they their own ruler, they their own leader. We don't want prayer, we don't, in school, we don't want none of that. We don't want no Bible. Does that stop the Bible from being the Bible? Because while that's going on, what else is happening while all the neg negativity is going on? Prayer is going on. Prayer is going on. Prayer for what? Hmm? Prayer for the nation to do what? Repent and turn back to God. Does it matter if prayer is happening? Yes. But, 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 but suppose you don't see anything happening. It's still happening. It's still happening. It's still happening. Does God hear prayer? Does God answer prayer? So what reminds people that, that God will hear and answer prayer? What reminds the godless that God is God? His grace, his mercy, and his miracles. Excellent. What else? The sun comes up every morning. <laughs> they got air, we got air to breathe. What else lets them know that, that he is who he says he is? His word. Has it disappeared? Has it gone away? Will it ever? No. And he also has his people. His people. Are you his people? I am his people. <laughs> right? For what purpose are we here? To be a light? For, for what? For those who are lost, to be a reflection 
of who he is and who is he? God is love. So as long as we're here to reflect his love, as long as we're here to reflect who he is, as long as we're here to, to represent As long as we're here to demonstrate that the lost can see what salvation looks like, as long as we're here and doing our part to share the gospel with the unsaved, the unchurched, the wrongly churched, then, then God has what in the earth? A standard. A standard. Because has he changed his mind about our nation? No. So does it all look good right now in our nation? No, it does not. Does it look like, oh my God, right? That's what we're saying every day, oh my God. You know, lower and lower. And, I mean, it's like, you know, people doing the limbo. They, it's lower, 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 lower. How low can you go? Right? But is going as low as you can go, is that new? Has God seen this before? Yes. yes. Has he done something about it before? Yes. Is he going to do something about it now? Yes. yes. If we do our part, if we do what we're supposed to do, amen? amen. The same process. Because hundreds of years don't change God's love, don't, doesn't change God's grace, doesn't change God's mercy for his own. Say, I am his own. Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God for his word.